Hello, Misfits. Hello, Misfit. It's time for morning meeting. It is. <laughs> We're recording for Wednesday, April 29th. So welcome to morning meeting. We have another special guest waiting to be introduced today. I'm so excited for another week of great special guests. I know. All right. So but let's get through the riddle. Okay. All right. I am heavy forward, but backward I'm not. What am I? I, I have know? to admit, I snuck a peek at the answer. Uh, okay. <laughs> so I do know. <laughs> but I won't give it away. Well, it is ton. As soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, because ton is actually the word not yes. backwards. There you yeah. go. That makes a lot of sense. That was a good one. Misfit, what is a cow's favorite holiday? I don't know. What is a cow's favorite holiday? It's Moo Year's Eve. <laughs> yeah, I put that one in there for you, for, for, for Brian, for yesterday. Brian the cow is actually scheduled to go on the Instagram this afternoon. So I'm <laughs> happy to hear that you included him in that. I am going to introduce our special guest. I'm so excited. This special guest is a friend of mine from what feels like a million years ago. We taught together in the city school system. And now she is the early childhood program director with Wild Rock. Welcome, Paige Lindblom. And thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. We're really excited that you're here. And Paige, we start by sharing a bright spot from our day, or if there isn't a bright spot and you want to just express the way you're feeling today, that's okay too. So my bright spot today, I've been doing a lot of pre-recording lessons and sharing them with students because our school has been really mindful about not wanting to overload families with too much synchronous time online. But this week I got to offer a live class for the first time. And when I was planning it, I was told to expect like eight to 10 families something like that. So I offered it this morning and 60 kids showed up. And so there were all of these kids on my Zoom screen and it was loud and it was rowdy. And we read the book with no pictures, which is like the best read aloud book. And the kids were, it was so much fun. And I actually got really emotional afterwards because when I'm at my computer and I'm in meetings and I'm planning, it's easy to convince myself that like, I don't miss school. I'm doing just fine. But seeing those little faces and hearing those little giggles, it was like a bright spot and a hard spot at the same time because I loved it. But it, it made me very emotional afterwards. I miss them. Hmm. Wow. All the, all the feelings. Wow. All the feelings. Well, I would say my bright spot is seeing our robotics project. Ms. Fitz and I started this robot project last week did we kick it off with k4 and then an eighth grade class and now they're starting to share their designs and give feedback and it's really fun to watch sort of this unfold the eighth grade comments on the younger kids robots are so sweet (laughs) they're like you did such a great job i love the way you included this idea you can you worked so hard on this they're such sweet little teachers they are. And he's really happy. As a preview, we will have some of those students with us a couple of days to share about the project. Oh, I almost forgot. Oh, that's going to be so great. Paige, do you have a bright spot of your day? I love a good bright spot. And today's <laughs> bright spot was I was, I'm at Wild Rock right now. And I went up onto the trail system this morning and I saw an enormous and beautiful pileated woodpecker. And it really took me by surprise because it, it was big and it had gorgeous white wings and a red head. And it was just beautiful. We know you're at Wild Rock. We know Wild Rock is a place with trails and a place with pileated woodpeckers. Did I say it right? Yes. 
yes, with pileated woodpeckers. But what is Wild Rock? Where are you? What are you doing? Well, so a lot of people may know Wild Rock as a really fun place to come play. We are a nature play and discovery center in Crozet, Virginia. We have beautiful nature playscape and a barn with tons of fun things to do, sensory trays and things to pretend with. And um, our nature playscape has a really fun large nest you can get into and a mud kitchen and a pretend fishing dock. And the most popular part of Wild Rock is our stream system. And we have gorgeous streams that come down from the mountains and lots of kids like to wade in them and catch fish and little crawfish. And I would think that most people think of Wild Rock as the place they like to go wade in the stream. And that's what Wild Rock's all about is just getting outside and having fun playing and relaxing. It's such a good way to combat stress if you're feeling stressed or grumpy or sad. I know I get in those I fall into little grump traps throughout the day. And since I've been working from home, it's so nice to have the opportunity to just step outside. And I feel like the sun just like supercharges me and makes me less grumpy. I agree. I think sometimes we just need to get up and especially with all the things we're doing on Zoom and on the computer right now, we just need to get up, walk outside, feel the sun, do some playing, do some pretending, do something silly. And it really can reset you if you're feeling grumpy or sad or stressed out. I was on the Wild Rock website the other day and I saw the phrase therapeutic nature of play. Is that what that means? The therapeutic nature of play? Yes. Play is super healthy and that's what we're designed to do when we're kids. And honestly, adults need to play too. That can look like <laughs> lots of different things. You know, for me, I like to go out on a paddleboard or go running in the forest or, you know, different things look like play to different people. But for kids, you know, just engaging in play, especially outside, it can be very therapeutic. And that just means that it's good for you. It's good for your body and it's good for your brain. So I'm wondering what you do to coax the homebodies into the outdoors. So for instance, when my son was younger, he was not a great fan of the outdoors, really didn't like bugs. And so instead of it being like a natural, hey, we're going outside and it's a treat, it was more like, hey, we're going outside. <laughs> what can we entice you to get out there? <laughs> Bribe them. I understand that. I mean, there's so many fun things to do inside. And so I get sometimes that you feel very comfortable doing the things that make you feel good inside. But if you can sort of reset your brain a little bit to think that it's good for you to go outside, I think just to kind of make an expectation for yourself and say, I'm going to have a goal that I'm going to spend 30 minutes outside today. Optimally, you would spend more time than that because it's better. For the longer you're outside, the better it is for your brain. But if you just spend 30 minutes, an hour outside every day, you're going to feel a lot better. And so that's what I tell people who don't really like going outside. Just try it. Make a goal for a week or two to do it, and you might find that you love it. I think of it almost like taking a vitamin, like a medicine. Like, have I gotten, have I taken my vitamin today? Have I eaten? Have I had enough water today? Have I been outside for at least 30 minutes? Like it's become something that's on my take care of my body, take care of my brain checklist. And so if I haven't had my 30 minutes of sunlight or outdoor time, it's, it's the same as like skipping a meal. I know it's not good for me. And I feel I like during these times we're rediscovering that. 
Yeah. You know, because I definitely was ignoring my outdoor time. And now it's, you know, like you said, Misfits, it's a, a lifeline. It's a, like, I got to get out there. Or I'm going to lose my, my mind. <laughs> um, so I really hope that this time has brought us back to remembering that it is good for us and good for our brains. I saw another phrase on your website that I love. It talks about how Wild Rock is all about family bonding, creative play, and quiet reflection, which that's like the trifecta of what everybody wants, right? It's quality time together and this play that really lights up your imagination and helps you learn, plus the reflection, because we know as teachers that reflecting is how we grow. How can families enjoy that family bonding, creative play, and quiet reflection right now when so many resources aren't available? I mean, even Wild Rock can't offer the same things that they normally do because of social distancing and keeping people safe. So are there ways that families can still have those same experiences right now? Absolutely. You know, I think the first step is to make an intention that you're going to spend time together and put the phone away, even though it, you know, we, it's kind of a lifeline in some ways, especially if you're working from home, you just find a little time to kind of leave it at home. Or, you know, what I like about Wild Rock is we don't have any cell coverage out here. So it makes you you have to (laughs) unplug, you know, and so I love that about it. So that's one, you know, I think key piece of being together as a family is just not having that distraction. And then the next thing to do is just go outside together. At Wild Rock, we're very lucky in that we have been granted permission to open our trails right now for people to social distance. And so we do have trail appointments that will you know, stretch into the summer. I would encourage people, whether you come to Wild Rock or somewhere else, just to go outside with your family, even in your neighborhood. And you can do that and still be socially distanced from others and stay safe. I think the bonding part is just exploring together and um, finding places to be quiet, maybe sitting by a stream or finding a, a beautiful tree to play around. I know our neighborhood, we live kind of tucked between two parks. And so our neighborhood can get very busy with people outside. Do you have any quick tips for spending time outside while keeping social distance? If you're out and about, especially in public parks or neighborhoods, I think the main thing is just to make sure you have your mask if you're feeling nervous about that or you think you're going to come into contact with lots of people. You know, it doesn't feel great to wear a mask. That's not my favorite thing. But if it gets you outside, wear your mask. If, you, mm-hmm. if you're in a crowded place and that's what you need to do, just have it in your pocket anyway. And then, you know, try your hardest to stay at least six feet from other folks. So you had some resources that uh, you were going to share with us. Sure. So a couple of things that I was thinking kids could get into right now that would be fun is one, we just finished up in the city of Charlottesville, the City Nature Challenge with our partner agency, The Nature Conservancy. That is where you use an app called iNaturalist and you get the app on your phone and then you go and you take pictures of all kinds of cool things in nature and then you can upload it onto the iNaturalist site And you can identify the things. So if there's a plant or an animal or a bug that you don't know what it is, you can put it into this program and find out what it is. And then you kind of catalog all the things you see by taking pictures of them. And I do recommend having a parent that can help you make sure the picture is is high quality enough to where, you know, it will work within the app. The BioBlitz that I was talking about was basically everybody having this app on their phone and taking pictures of everything they see outside that could be, you know, interesting in nature and then finding out what it is. And I thought that was so cool. And then other, you can go on and see what other people have found. 
So that's a really fun activity to do with, a, with your family. So something I like to do, and this is super easy, you could do it in your yard wherever, even if you live in a place that doesn't have a lot of green space, go outside and find the most interesting nature objects you can find on the ground or, or on a tree or on a bush, and then bring them in, get some glue. You don't even need glue. You don't have to attach it to paper, but I kind of like using glue, and make a beautiful design. We call them here, we call them nature mandalas. And a mandala is just a pattern. A lot of people make mandalas in a very symmetrical pattern. And a lot of times they're sort of in a round shape. And you can look up on the internet what a real mandala looks like. But I like to make them with nature objects. But as I told you guys earlier, today I started making one. And I found a tulip tulip poplar flower. And it looked like a skirt. And so my mandala turned into a fairy. Because <laughs> I I'm used the some leaves as wings. And then I used a pansy flower as the face and the tulip poplar flower for the skirt or the dress. And I kind of made a design on paper and it looked so much like a fairy to me and I really liked it. And I just think these are really fun ways to connect with nature, especially if you like to make art too. And if you don't have glue or paper, you could just make it on a little tray or a plate and just leave it there for everybody to see. I think it'll, you know, Making things like that makes everybody happy, and it would be really fun for everybody to see, I think, in your family, what, what you figured out and what you made. That's, That's so cool, cool that it started as one thing and then be- took on something totally different when it came into the world. It was really fun to use my imagination, and I do things like that. Even though I'm an adult, I do things like that sometimes. It's kind of like embroidery or another type of hobby. I just like to make things, I like to make terrariums, and I like to... Uh, to make things out of nature. And this is just a really easy little fun thing you can do in your yard. Could you take a picture of it? I can. Yeah. Yeah. Take a picture of it because then maybe it'll inspire others because this is our challenge for today is to create a nature mandala. And Miss Bit and I are pattern people. I think it's like the computer science thing. I like symmetry. I like patterns. And so mandalas are very pleasing to my eye. I enjoy them. So we just have a couple more resources we want to share. One is from the Blue Ridge Builders Lego Challenge. They're challenging children 3 to 17 to show off their master Lego skills by creating a house with an original design. And it's open to anybody, and the submissions are due, due May 4th. So that's why we wanted to get that on your radar. If you are a Lego builder and you have those materials available, you should check out this challenge. I feel like we just lost half our audience. <laughs> they, heard, they heard Lego and competition, and they were like, Pew! Can I add something to that? Actually, play with your Legos. If you're a kiddo who loves Legos, bringing them outside is a great way to play with your Legos and also be outside. And something you can do is just spread out a blanket, bring those Legos out. And so you're spending time building while also being outside. And I have to add that my son won that challenge one year. Oh, wow. How how fun. Yeah. And houses are outside. So you might as well design it in in the space where it's going to live. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. You can lay on your blanket and get your inspiration. That's very smart. Exactly. And then we have a highlight for the podcast. We were interviewed for CBS 19. So we're going to link that up there. That was pretty fun. It was kind of strange. Never been interviewed over Zoom before. It was very interesting. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But it was fun. And I think um, she did a really good job of highlighting what we're all about. So that was cool. Yes, thank you so much to CBS 19 for having us on. And if any new listeners are here because of that piece on the news, welcome. And we're so glad that you're joining us. 
that almost brings us to our closing. So Paige, thank you so much for joining us. This was really helpful and really inspired me to want to get outside now. I want to take my Legos outside. <laughs> uh, you're so welcome. And I, I so appreciate uh, you having me. And I want to just add that Wild Rock is offering many, many fun things this summer, including camps. And uh, we don't know what that looks like yet, of course. We also are offering some really, really neat trail walking experiences. So if people go to wildrock.org, they can check that stuff out. And we'll link the website on our resource page so you can get all the details about what's happening at Wild Rock. If you go to Wild Rock, whether it's for a trail appointment or to check things out, you can look for Miss Page and say hi. Tell her once upon a text sent you. And just thank thank you so much for chatting with us today, Paige. Thank you so much. All right, Miss Bit, who's the Riddler today? I think you 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 should go back. Okay. I'm light as a feather, yet the strongest man can't hold me for five minutes. What am I? All right. We'll be back tomorrow with another special guest and more resources for you. So thank you for joining us today. Until tomorrow. Tech, love, and happiness.